so what I was thinking, and we can go whichever direction, of course, I mean, driving and with conversation, but, but talking about the camp and the leap of faith it is to, to be able to do something like So you guys bought, your family bought Adventure Camp. Mm -hmm. yep. Crosswoods Camp up in Mason, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. yep. In the Northwoods, in the uh, Bear Country, yeah. in Deer Country, and in Lake Country, and <laughs> Tree Country. Yep. I think we covered them all. Yeah. And other kinds of critters. In the National Forest. In actually. the National Forest. Maybe Shikwamagon I should have just left it that. Nicolay yeah. National Forest. Wait, what is it? Sh the Shikwamagon Nicolay Sh National Forest. Shikwamagon. Yeah. I don't think I ever knew that name yeah. up until now. Mm -hmm. I think it's a Native American thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't ever ever saw the sign somewhere. It's Well, it has signs as you're entering into it. Yeah. And usually when I'm headed up there, I'm like so like... Okay, what do I have to do again? Right. Be like in my to own get head. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be late. Yeah, that's like us too. So, <laughs> but so you, but you, so Cheryl, you've been coming to camp for years as far like as the like chaperone. Fifteen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you've been coming to camp no, since so what, you were like six wee. Three. Well, I came once when she was the first time she came actually, and I was a little kid. Yeah. yeah I was like seven or Toddler. something. And so I. I mean, I just stayed in a random cabin then, but then, yeah, I came in like sixth grade until now, and I'm 21 now. So. Could you have ever imagined, or either one of you, that you would one day no. like this is this is ours? Never, no, no. never <laughs> in a million years. Actually, the previous owner said, "Oh, maybe it's your turn," and I laughed, and I was like, "Nope." <laughs> so. Wow. So, did you have a? What was like the first moment that you thought? Let's let's think about this as a series. Like, was there like a moment that you felt like that? Maybe it was the Holy Spirit. Maybe it was a bunch of people. <laughs> maybe it was maybe it was us in our office. Like, can you please do this? <laughs> no, <laughs> sure. I think it was. I think it was the Holy Spirit. But I do think. Um, I mean, it was because the previous owner said we're we're done, we're moving on, and we didn't want to see one more faith-based place go away. Yeah. For youth. Yeah. Specifically for youth because we had seen how many years of kids going up there and really engaging in and seeing what a powerful experience it was. And then I thought, it's going to go away. Yeah. And we yeah. can't have that. Yep. Because um, financially, it is not a smart move. Mm. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we honestly sold 40 acres of our farm to purchase oh, camp. Wow. Um, and. My husband was not on board at mm -hmm. all. He was the last one to come on, right? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't the it wasn't the plan. Not no, no. not at all. What was the? How much convincing did you have to do? Yeah, a good it, amount. It, yeah. it was a good <laughs> amount. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to convince Dad of a normal thing, and then you do that. And you're oh. Like, uh, but see, I do this thing where I'm like, I just know this is the right thing. I just know it. I just mm. have that knowing. Like, that's why I think it's the Holy Spirit. Because he just comes in and says, yep, this is what you got to do. And then I'm just like, okay, I'm ready. And then yeah. he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> the previous owner was very, he was really committed and really, really yeah. wanted it to be a camp still. Too. Yeah. He would have, I think he, it seemed like he was really wanting us to take it over. And then it would have right. been quite a loss for him even too. Yeah, right. Because he put he, a lot of years in that. He did, yeah. and he could have sold it to a lot of different people and made a lot more money. Yeah, mm -hmm. but he didn't because he said, "I want it to stay what it is." And yeah, and it was his baby, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, 20, yeah. 25 years. Yeah. yeah, that it took to develop it, and it was a Boy Scout camp way back in the day before that, and his family had owned this camp for many, many years. So before that even, and then it was like again Boy Scout camp, and then it became a um, Christian camp for youth and the adventures. And yeah. yeah, you're right. He put oh, a lot into it, did. and his kids grew up there, and yeah. you know it was a lot that just happened. You know, so right. Like he was a really good guy. And he liked that a lot. So yeah. yeah, yeah, and he's still around. We still send him Christmas cards, and you yeah. know, stay in touch and. See, see how he's doing. Because he's over in Minnesota now, right? Right. Somewhere. Yep. Yep. That's so good. Actually, in the town that I grew up in. Really? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, he's an Episcopalian priest, and so he's over there um, doing his thing at, at a church over where I grew up. So. Wow. 
like, sorry, I apologize. I'm like, if you run into my big obnoxious um, family. Like <laughs> I do. I have 42 first cousins. 42? <laughs> in, uh, wow. Yeah, in Wiper Lake. So that's kind of, um, yeah. I have two. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. What so, a difference. 42. Wow. I know. It's been yeah. Wow. Yeah. So then, of course, they're all married, and then they all have children. So I got a lot of relatives. Wow. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be a good place for a family reunion then. Yeah. We had. Yeah. We did would. you have Every everyone summer. out? We've had. Oh, we, we didn't have not a big camp. camp. Oh. Not to camp. No, no. But we for camp. years we've done it, and then I think you know the C word came along and yeah, kind of messed a lot of things yeah, up. Yeah, we had but, it oh, yeah. for lots so, of years since I was a kid. Matter. We called it the Perrin picnic because it was her. That's her last name. Originally yeah. is Perrin. Yeah. Oh. And so we would have, and yeah, you'd go there, and it was just like basically like the circus was in town because there's so many wall to wall parents. And I thought you said the parent picnic, like all you kids, like all the parents are oh, getting no. together, we have nothing to do. No, yeah, parent. no parent. Yeah, parent. So it's French. Oh, French. Yeah. Parent. Do you roll the R? No. No. <laughs> I'm not even cool enough to roll an old. It seems kind of hoity-toity, and we're just not hoity-toity, you know. You can start, we can rename camp. Perron. Perron now. No, the Crosswinds thing came along with it, and yeah. we're keeping it. That's a good name, though, and everyone you know, recognizes it that yeah. I talk to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's where you, uh, yeah, that's where we do Yeah, it's been that camp. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It is it's so nice because you guys have you have two lakes up there, right? And you're on your property. Well, there's actually four. Is there four? Um, yeah, oh, wow. but two of them are in the um, on the far end trails, and so you don't usually get to those when you come to camp. But the two that we use the most are Black Bear and Line Lake. And okay. Black Bear's where we go, um, you know, do all the like free time swimming. There's usually lots of like water toys out there. We have a trampoline yeah. right now and yeah. the lily pads. So, and then Lion Lake is where we um, actually do bonfires, praise and worship music, and then do the um, fishing. Yep. It's a really good lake for fishing. Yep. I win. Just ask Brayden. Every year? Every or? year. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm <laughs> just kidding. She gets like the smallest fish ever, and none of the rest of us catch anything. So, that's <laughs> <what she wins. laughs> so the fish is like it's, this yeah, big, you know? Like that big. And you're like, the rest of us are just, you know, don't have any worms left, so. You just default. bring one with you, like in a fanny pack, and just pull it yeah. up, throw it in when no one's looking. Actually, then... it's a lake where if you throw in, you can, um, dependent on, you know, some things, of course, but in the spring, for sure, you can do a lot of good fishing, and you catch and really, we just catch and release yeah. a lot, but we can catch and release almost every time you throw in. I think that, That's like, great. the key is cool. not caring. Get yeah. a fish because if you wait on it, you don't. But yeah. then mom just throws it in there and it's just like, well, 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 I'm gonna go and stoke the fire. And then we're, she's just like, oh, look, and there it there's is. There's one. <laughs> so I have to tell you this. See right over there? That's where yeah. we, that's, our yeah, farm. that's our farm. Oh, right there? With the red yeah. barns over there. Yeah. And all the oh, no silos. way. Yeah. yeah. That's our farm. I just went that way. Yeah. It just, I was called to it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. That's awesome. Yeah, that's like and that's a chunk of the there. land right out there is that we sold because that was to wow. help buy camp. Yeah, so behind these pine trees is our, our big blue house. That is awesome. But to, so there's a really good ending to that story. of We we had 100 acres. We sold 40 of it to our in-laws. Oh. So the eventual plan is that Shelby and Juan will build a house on there someday. Yeah. Oh, so it's in the family. Wow, yeah. that's, that's great. Isn't that like yeah. the best story so ever? That is. Like, <laughs> it all works. Well, how, yeah. does, how do things just work out like that? They do. Like, like I know. That, that says so much about like, being a Holy Spirit moment and, like, and, and all of that. It does. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's kind of one of those where things where you just like know it's right. Like it's coming together. Yeah. yeah. And it may seem like a little detail, but like then you look at the long picture of it and it's like, well, it's a big detail. Like, wow. It is. It is. Yeah. Right next door. Yeah. That is so good. Yeah. Wow. And of course, then if you go backwards, so Camp brought my oldest daughter's husband. That's where yeah. she met him. And our other sisters. And then our second daughter, they're engaged now and brought them together. So Camp brings many things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually tell kids that when they come, you know, I'm like, just so you know. 
there's a lot of great, you know, Catholic guys and gals up there. Right. Well, yeah. So. And then Shelby and Kayla and you guys are like, don't break the tradition. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not my fault. <laughs> yeah. uh, almost sounds like the college my wife and I went to. That the thing was is if you walked with someone, you're going to get married. Oh, really? Like, that was it. And it, it happened. <laughs> I mean, like, for my wife and I, it was, yeah. we went cliff jumping and neither one of us jumped. Bonded over that. But, oh, sure. But then I convinced her. I did tell her. I said, because uh, at the time I was a lifeguard, yeah. I said, you know, you can jump, and I can save you. You know, so yeah. don't worry about it. And, uh, <laughs> and that was that. So yeah. You could be the hero, right? Yeah, I was yeah. planning on it. And then some guy came up with a jet ski, and uh, and said, you guys want to ride? And, yeah, sure. So we were all taking a ride. And then I got on. And my wife was like, I'll get on with you. She's like, have you ever ridden this before? I was like, oh yeah, I'd never driven just the entire life. I had no idea what I was doing. All I knew Trouble. was I wanted to go fast. <laughs> so, so I did. I love it. Did that work out? Yeah, still. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I meant the jet ski. Oh, the jet yeah, ski, yeah. No crash and burn or anything. No crash and burn, nothing. That's good. So, Jeez. yeah. Probably my my uh, my lines in the beginning crashed and burned, but yeah, yeah I, I'm a lifeguard. I can save you. I, I, I'm not quite sure how that uh, worked. You have but, a death. or I recovered from it. I'm not sure. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> you haven't asked her about that one yet. No, I, I some some things I've said I want to just put behind me, like oh oh those cringe moments. That's true in life. Oh, did I really say that? I didn't really say that. But so with like camp, I was thinking, what if you had like, could you get like a scuba dive team, like camp, and they can come and like, you find it, you keep it, and scuba dive the lake? Because I bet there's oh. some great stuff out there. You know what? Phones and sunglasses. So oh yeah. Glasses. Wallets. Many pairs of glasses. glasses. Yeah. I find my probably. You find it. You find it. You keep it, camp. Yeah. yeah. We could. So, never thought about that'd doing be something. that. Yeah. I always wondered. I was like, if we create dredge that lake. Oh my gosh, like how much 28 stuff years like, worth of stuff. Of stuff, yeah. Do you know, I'm not sure why, but this makes me think of our um, our outdoor uh, you know, pit toilets. Oh yeah. yeah. And they, actually we had the guy come in and suck those out in the last couple of years. Oh. And they showed us what everything that was in those. Really? <laughs> oh. There was tons of junk people throw in the pit toilets. Yeah, and you're really? like, yeah. Oh yeah, and you're like, so they're like, what? they're what? sucking out the thing and it's clogging up their hose yeah. over and over and over. Which we felt bad about because we're like, sorry, we but didn't know. That was from 25 years ago. Oh, yeah. like, like, it wasn't us, you know. So people shouldn't throw things in the pit. No. No. <laughs> but they did, apparently. No. They said, put this out, out all over the lawn and they're like, look. And I'm like, I don't need to see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm good at that. Keep it. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Then the lunch bell rings. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you. I don't get it, but. But right, was it right after you guys bought camp is when the flood happened? Was it like the? No, or was that it right was before. That was the year right before. before. It was the year before, yes. and then all that happened because yep. you had the yeah. flooding that washed off the roads. Yep. To camp. Yeah. And, and we actually went. We're up there when that happened. Yeah. Yeah, we were. Because we were halfway up there when that happened. Oh well, yeah, because the power went out and then. Everything. I just remember we like the power went out, so we hadn't gotten to take a shower in a couple days. But it was raining so hard, and we were like, and it was really warm. And so we all got on our swimsuits and grabbed our shampoo <laughs> and went out beneath like where like the roofs were. Oh, it was, that's like, a gathering. great idea. And we we're like, all right. So we would like, you know, so we all like showered outside there and with our yeah. swimsuits on, and then oh, we were wow. running around. And <laughs> so actually, good. see, the week before they didn't have any socks, so servants of God. To yeah. volunteer, so Bethany I and I went up and worked that week. Yeah. Before that's why we were up there. Yeah. And I was so up we there actually, I was like the only sog that came. Yeah. So we were just leaving. Yeah. And she was coming. Oh. And so we were up there, literally sleeping yeah. at night, listening to all these buckets of rain come down, thinking, yeah. "Oh boy." Yeah. It was a mess. And you guys yeah. literally lost a lake <laughs> at one point, didn't you? Did the wall? It blew out. Yeah. yeah. And they rebuilt the dam. And you know, between the two lakes, we, between Black Bear and Line Lake. And yeah. because Black Bear, that's how, like, so Line Lake Beach, that little sandy area we go down to, that was non-existent. Oh, yeah. And so then that's what created, that was the flood. And so, so when we were, like, I mean, when that happened, we're, like, it 
took all of our kayaks and stuff too and it took like so much crap in the woods so we're like running through the woods you know yep. fishing kayaks i felt like um what's that one movie called um um Swiss Family Robinson. Oh yeah, yeah. I felt oh. like that when they were like in the Amazon trekking through because it was like water up to your shoulders and you're trying to heat a kayak. That, oh, I can't imagine that. I can't imagine losing a lake. No. Yeah, that was that was crazy. Yeah, that was. So then it had to be dammed up and then allow it to come back up again. Yeah. You know, and so that took yeah. some time too. That. Oh my yeah. goodness. But like, I mean, the first what 20 feet of the lake surrounding the diameter was mud. Right. It's pure mud, it like up to your thigh, and so trying to get in and out of the lake, you're, mm -hmm. you're like, well, you better wear something crappy. So and really, that part <laughs> terrifies time. me. Like I, I mentally flip out if my feet go into that with all the grass and the mud. Oh, is really? and I, Like I can't do it. Like I lose it on the inside. Like I. I'm like, I will get into that kayak if no one's going to flip me right here. <laughs> if I can get out to where the water is and there's nothing like touching my legs that I yeah, can't see. Like, I don't know. It just, it gets in my head and I get like if a fish swims by and you know, yeah, brushes you. So and that's, oh, you out. Yeah. That's I, I, I almost like a cartoon character, like walking on water, running <laughs> it's out. It's kind of a fun game almost, you know, you stuck your like leg in the mud and you're like, all right, what am I going to feel this time? Oh. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, no, I don't know. Do I don't know why. It's like I'm always, Count me out. Right? Yeah. Like I, I want to be able to see everything. Yeah, that's fair. Oh yeah. But but I'm good at the beach. Like if I can't see the bottom of the beach, I'm okay there. Yeah. But there's much more stuff that can get you there. That's what I don't understand about it's all true. this. True. Yeah, the slugs and the snails and I've actually had a leech on my leg. Did you really? Yeah, a couple of years ago. We played. Um, that bring me yeah and so it was the song, the myself song and father olsen and maybe sarge and another adult and we were running down to the lake to try and find this love really did you find it uh, no oh <laughs> <laughs> well eventually we did but it wasn't in the lake it was like stuck to the back of a leaf or something you know oh. but you know that's a knows? good one yeah that's a good, that one. A good one yeah. yeah and you guys have uh Friendly raccoons who like to come around and hang Por out. Porcupines. Porcupines, porcupines that's right. Porcupines like to chew. Porcupines like to chew things. They like to chew on our cabins. Yeah. They, they think it's a tasty treat. <laughs> They're so. like attracted to the um, the wood that we have. But the wood. Like, T-111. Yeah. They like that. But it's oh, funny because yeah. it has really? arsenic in it. So when they eat it, they're slowly poisoning themselves. But they don't, they don't know it. Enough. Yeah, you're like... <laughs> bad idea guys. It's like basically eating at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're just slowly killing yourself. Right, yeah. right. That's true. Sorry, McDonald's. That. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, Ron. Um, <laughs> That's true. It is. it is. So what... Um, and there was, I have to tell you this, there was a family of them. So they get ended up um, naming them after the um, Van Trapp family. Oh, yeah. On the Sound of Music. Oh, yeah. So Liesel and where all the... <laughs> The girls and boys, um, Gre Greta, oh, Brigitte, yes. you know, right. <laughs> they named him after all of those guys because there was a the whole names. family. Right. That's a, that's good. That's Isn't that good. funny? You could train them to like sing, to sing <laughs> the good night. Needle vice. Needle vice, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. we really don't want them around. So yeah. We try to have them you guys have never been stuck by one, have you? No, but no. our dog has gone up before yeah, and got a, a nose. little nose full of us. Oh, yeah. Those are, uh, they don't just come out. No, no. <laughs> you need a needle nose player. Oh, did you guys have to do it yourself? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. yank them out of little Yeah, nose. sorry, but those are expensive. <laughs> yeah. And we're out on the farm. There's a lot of stuff well, we do. Well, <laughs> let me say yeah, this. Yeah, At camp, yeah. you learn how to do everything. Yeah. It is a, you are a jack of all trades. Yeah. Because you guys re, kind of redid or rebuilt or your your house out there, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, Willow. Yeah. Willow we, did the, yeah. we did the siding and insulation and all that. Because yeah. I saw the pictures on Facebook. Yeah. Like, yeah, do they actually, know how to do that? This is amazing. Yeah. Well, like we had no, we're just like, we can well, do it. We had just redone our house, though, a few years before. Yeah. So that was Well, nice that's true. Times. We have resided and re-insulated our house a couple times. So we did have experience. Whoa. So then we were like, Todd, the staff are just like, we're doing it. And they said, okay. And we, yeah, it's good. That's great. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know what the interesting thing about that was it was really a kind of team bonding building experience to have the whole um, staff, summer staff, come together for a week of just working together in that sort of a way. Oh, that's good. So we decided from now on, yeah, we were like, let's do this. You know, so we pay them, of course, but then they're helping and we, um, it's a different kind of bonding. So a different kind of work. So do you use a lot of YouTube channel, YouTube videos, (laughs) or do you just know how to do it? Because that's how I do is YouTube. Yeah, sometimes, but mostly we knew how to do this stuff. Okay. Or else we've had friends that have come over and helped us with like some of the times with electrical things that we're like, we're not really sure about this or plumbing things or. Yeah. A few of the staff too, especially this last summer, a few of them like had for years, like literally remodeled houses and then other ones had like, they their summer job for years had been like digging like lines for like you know electric and water and gas and whatever so you know you kind of used your people too they they knew their stuff so yeah that was kind of nice too that's good that's really good yeah and then you have me and i i pulled nails a lot (laughs) that's something though i got a really good um wrist strength now yeah um (laughs) you keep doing you get like like a popeye arm like that forearm will just be oh that's the creamery by the way just so you
and that I mean, like, you got, I mean, we kind of talked about that related to like faith as well. You got to hunker down on your faith. Like, you can't just yeah. be like on the surface. You got to dig into there. And so, no, yeah, love totally. hunker down. And it was really nice too because like it was nice being around um, a group of, especially you know like the people I mentioned. But then then there's like Erin too. She was really good. But like being around that group of people that's really um, solid in their faith and not only just their faith but their Catholic faith because yeah, yeah. we did have an all Catholic staff this last year, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, Especially, you know, like I'm going to college, so it's it's hard to keep like God as an aspect in your life. And it was interesting because I felt like I kind of had a fallout with God like the months leading up to camp. But then mm. literally within like the first like three days that I was there with these people, it was like a snapback, which was like so cool. That's I thought. that's really good. Yeah. I I will tell you that I don't know if this was your experience or not, but I have found over the years of doing this, um, anytime we're going to do something big, the devil gets in the way, like, like, I know, um, like, Pat Reagan and I used to say, like, before the emergency retreat, like, the week before, like, this is going to be a bad week, because we knew we'd be yeah. under attack, and, and he's going to derail everything he can, yeah. and so I wonder, I wonder how similar your story is to even other staff members, if if they had like a bad month, a bad week beforehand, like trying to derail you before you get there even. Yeah. Because um, I found that and every time I do something, I'm like, something's gonna go bad, just yeah. be ready. And right. and I, I'll even say like to the devil, like, I know who you are. Like, <laughs> you're not gonna do this to me. Like, right? yeah. you, gotta, you gotta go away now. And, and, um, and I don't know, I don't know if you can look back on that and see like, oh yeah. Like, I can see he was kind of picking at me, or this kind of so, yeah. happened. Uh, I think so, especially probably in, like, the month or so before, just because, like, I was, you know, end of the semester, and oh, yeah. getting ready, and, like, you know, and um, my college friends, they're very nice and very good to me, but they don't have that aspect okay. of their life that they find important or that yeah. they prioritize. So, especially when you're surrounded, like, by people like that all the time, and even if they're really good people, like my friends are, it's hard, you know. Right, you're that's kind of a that good outlier. point. Because that's what you hear, especially a lot of young adults and high school students talked about, is that why do I have to go to church? Like I just pray at home or whatever. But right. but to hear you talk about it, that community of people yeah. is so vital yeah. to not only lift us up but to walk with us, for us to walk with them. That feeding off of each other, learning from each other. Yeah. And I need, like, we need that interaction with people and some people I think get to like oh just pray at home you know I'll do. Yeah. or look look at how many people after the c word covid happened you know haven't come back to church yeah they're like well I just watch it at home right. but exactly. you're missing the community aspect of yeah. it. you're missing that where we're really feeding each other right. that way well yeah and I think I mean for me anyway it probably wasn't until like this last summer that I really decided to prioritize my faith yeah. that I feel like everyone has to so oh, yeah. in a way it makes sense when you have so many people that are in middle school or high school or whatever and then they're like, well, why do I have to go to church? But once you hit that point where you prioritize it, it's not a question of why anymore. No. Yeah, you, you kind of, I think everyone finds that at some point, hopefully in their life, finds that this ain't working yeah. <laughs> moment. And yes. it's like, why is it not working? Oh, because I'm completely separated from my faith exactly. or, or it's just like, I'm just kind of flipping about it or whatever. And we have that the same working moment. And sometimes we have yeah. several. Like, and you're trying to fill in to find happiness in things yeah. that don't really last or matter. Right. Yeah. And then you keep thinking, well, this next great thing will be it. And yeah, yeah it this isn't. is it. This is and it. then the it's next thing, happiness. and then that's not it either. Yeah. And you're like frustrated. Yeah. When things are going good, you tend to credit it towards yourself. Yes. I feel like, you know, and yeah. then once things go bad, then you have to be, I don't know, you, you don't rely on God until things go bad, I feel like a lot yeah. of times. Right. And then once they do, you're like, oh crap, that's right. Right, I got it, oh. <laughs> like, oh, oh I'm not gonna, the one in control. It's like a wake up oh, thing, you know? yeah. Yeah, it's like hitting yourself in the head again, you know? Yep, yep, yep. It's like, oh, and, and you have those moments where you, you've already been through that, you've already realized that, and then you fall back into it, and it's like, yeah. right. oh, I, I've, been, I've done this before. Like, yeah. what am I doing? <laughs> Like, right. I already know what the outcome is here. This right. is not going to work. And, yeah, and I know that, that um, 
I, I think many people, and I, I'm guilty as well, use God like like Aladdin, like the genie from Aladdin. Yeah, like like a vending I will machine. call on you when yeah, I need you. Like a vending machine. Uh, yeah, you come when I need you and you fix everything and then I will yeah. send you away yeah, and I will right. go back. Yeah, or put some prayers thing. in and you push the button and then there should be yeah. the yeah. answer yeah. I want yeah. to come out. Yeah, because that's what the other thing you hear is people like, well, I prayed for this and it didn't happen the way I prayed for it, so prayer doesn't work. I'm like, well, that's not, it's not a wish list. But it is but, hard to change from give me this to let me accept what will happen. Yeah. Help me to be strong and get through whatever is going to be. Right. That's a big switch. It is. And it that's is. hard to do. And it's really easy, like when things are going well, to say it. And then when yeah. I, if I say it like in oh, a yeah. talk or whatever, yeah. if I say it out somewhere, and then I go through something, I'm like, um, you just talked about this to that group. <laughs> um, does it apply to you? No. No, I need to be immune from all this stuff. Right. No, well, that's okay, not how so it works. Well, okay, so this perfectly fits when you're talking about the C word, okay, COVID. Yes. And so we buy camp in 2019. Yes. And a year later, you know, we had a great summer. A year later, the C word hits. Yes. And so people ask us, well, what? how did that go? And we're like, well, <laughs> that was right. not expected. We're like, oh, right. what can happen? You know, there's not going to, like be a pandemic we wouldn't close camp down uh, well here we are here a year are. later and yeah. we did have a couple small groups that came because they were okay with coming yeah um but that was a big um leap of faith yes yeah <laughs> you know where you have to put your money where your mouth is right you know? right so you're like okay and so people say that and i say you know i actually think that was a really good experience for our family yeah. And in our team to be like, hey, you have to, um, you have to walk the walk. Yeah. Okay? So yeah. like, if we're saying we have faith that God will take care of us, but we don't want to suffer at all by having like no income for basically right. for a year. Right. Well, you can get through it. You know. Right. So we're like, okay, God, you got to help us out. How are we going to get through this? But was there a moment where you like, look at it, like, what are you doing, God? Like, what is this? Like, this? Yeah. No. You, you called us to this, and then <laughs> this happens, like, like, right. really? I think he did it because I think that he might have, and not, not anything against the previous owners at all, but yeah. I think that because he saw our family and said, okay, you can handle this one. Yes. You know, and, and that might not have been something that he would have been able to put on the owner. Yeah. Or, yeah. or say someone else who had bought it. Yeah. Um, well, and, and from my view, I even think that, God isn't the one who creates these things, like the right. yeah. you know, like right. who knows who created this one, right? right? Who knows? But but the issue is that he's always there to help us get through whatever. Yeah. So then I say, okay, well, I don't know how we're gonna get through this one, but here we go. Yeah. And, yeah. And we were led and given steps and things happened that allowed us to be able to pay the mortgage. Because I'll be honest, it was a big it's a big fat mortgage, you mm. know? Yeah. And so you're like how do we make that monthly payment and with no income yeah. coming in? Yeah. Um, so, but we had to do it. And I honestly, now I look back and think, how did we do that? I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm like, what happened? How did we do that? It's like, it's beyond reason that that worked out. It is. In a way. Completely. Yeah. Because we were freaking out when we bought, thinking, are we going to be able to, like, will this place pay for itself that's all we want yeah just you can you know if we can bring in enough people and do what our mission is if the place can just sustain itself great that's what we want yeah right and um then you're right then be like what the heck you yeah know? like we got no income but and so i don't really remember the details of how that worked but i think we had to give it over and say okay you know lead yeah. us to where we can keep going forward because again it's another thing where the devil's after you yes yeah. trying to take it away trying to say nope this place is going to go away again within yeah. just a couple of years and then it didn't happen yeah and i think the devil kind of maybe doesn't make covid happen but feeds right. into your mindset of doubt and yeah. questioning and right and then it, it's like a it's like a sore it's like a wound it's like picks at that opens it up more opens it you know and tries to get in there that way right right you know i think the other thing that's pretty um pretty good or cool is that you can also have the holy spirit get in you all the time 
and that's one of those things where I, I have always this sense of, um, I don't look back. Yeah. We're going forward. Yeah. You know, and you, I, no regrets. Yep. You know, like, hey, we're doing this for his, what he wants us to do, for his goodness, for his glory. And if we just keep moving forward and we do the best we can with each decision we make, the next one, yeah. that's the best we can do. That's what I think he wants from us. Yeah. yeah. That's what we keep trying to do at camp. That's what I keep trying to do yeah. as, as the director, being like, let's just make the next next good decision. Yeah. You know, the best one we can. Yeah. And then it'll lead to another good decision. Right. And another good decision. Because sometimes we get so. wrapped up in, we have to fix all of it right now to move yeah. everything right. forward. Right. And sometimes it's just right. little steps at a time. Or we would look at, oh, this is, you know, the goal. And right. actually sometimes dad will say that. My husband will say, yeah. well, what's your goal? And I look at him and I think, <laughs> to make it to tomorrow. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. No, I kind of have like a vision, but I don't know if that's really where we're going to get because who knows what's going to happen in life? Right. Let's just make the next good decision. Right. And through a lot of prayer, though, you know, yes. like, and watching. I do yeah. a lot of watching the signs and what is God calling? What's he saying? People yeah. around, like, you guys talk about community? Yeah. You know, like, what's the community around you? Are they, you know, what are they talking about? How are they helping? How yep. can I be there for them? How are they there for me? You yep. know? And yep. helping us see God within ourselves. Yes. Within one another. And, yeah. Have you found that um, you've used the, this leap of faith of buying the camp as kind of a, a go-to thing, like something else comes up in life and it's like, all right, we did a leap of faith before, we did it, we can do it again, mm -hmm. we can do it again. And, For sure. Um, yeah. Well, let me say this, so let me go back many years when Shelby was born. Mm. Now, I, so I'm a nurse practitioner now and I'd see patients before she was born and this man walked in and he had had a heart transplant and I looked at him and talked to him and you know did his medicine and all that stuff and then he left and I thought he is a miracle walking yeah. around this man yeah. who had to have a heart transplant and then Shelby was born years later and here we are she has you know born with a heart that wasn't working good and had to have a heart transplant mm. and so that was the call and the leap of faith. Mm -hmm. Because truly, I remember saying, it's in your hands, I'm here, we're making the next best decision we can, yeah. but I don't know where this is gonna end. Yeah. And I think the more you do that, then, you know, so for me, that was my first big one. Yeah. And then you go, well, we've been there before, Yeah. where things are on the brink of who knows, right. and scary, and really big. Yeah. And then you go, well, gosh, we've been there before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we could do this. Right. You know, and then it, I don't, maybe it gets easier. Right. It gets get used to seeing God in the moment. Yeah. Well, and the more he helps you get through things, you know, because there was truly moments when we were like, so, so I really distinctly remember the morning that they said that there was a heart for Shelby. And that the nurse, they came in and they said, oh, it's, you know, like, oh, we have a heart. And I was like, here we are. It's go time. You know? Oh. So and she had a complete heart transplant. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my she goodness. Did. When I don't she think was I realized that. She's two months old. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, when, and, and I remember the nurse looking at me. They're taking her in for surgery. And I just had to go, okay, let her go. And that nurse said, we will take care of her. And I just had all, it was just filled with. I have faith that this is, mm -hmm. you know, what, where we're supposed to be and yep. what's supposed to happen. So I, th at least for me, that I have to have that same. Oh, okay, here we are. It's that same thing. Yeah. I got that leap of faith, but it's also a just a knowing. Yeah. That happens, and that's how I felt about camp. I yeah. just know this is the right thing to do. Yeah. I just know it, and I don't even know why because there was no sense in it. It was crazy. We did not have the money to buy this place. Mm -hmm. Um. It was gonna happen really fast. <laughs> like, as in, we were like, we have to either take on and buy this camp in a few months and get it up and running and keep the same groups coming this summer, or we can't do it. Mm -hmm. So it was a time pressure yeah. too. Yeah. There was um, no, there no, we no can't have a time. we can't have a summer in between. No. Where they, you know, where the groups go somewhere else, we can't do it. No. We had to make it happen. So, yeah. So it was a big leap and. 
God, they just get through it all. The steps happened and sometimes ugly and you know. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but is it it's one thing to, to like, okay, we're gonna take the leap of faith to buy the camp. But then is it another thing to because this is where my head would go for me. If I figured all that out, then am I am I even qualified to run the camp? Because I, I, I say that because of I think there's so many people in our parishes and, and just our community who think I, I have nothing to offer. Right. It's like man, you have so much to offer, right. and and we're we think of ourselves. We don't think as highly as of ourselves as I, I think we. We should give ourselves more credit, I yeah. think, is what I'm trying to right, say, basically. Right. And so, is, is that like another wave that comes on, like, okay, we can do this, right. but... You don't wait, know what we're doing. I don't... I, don't I, I didn't go to... There's no, like, run a camp school, you know? <laughs> I mean, we have clown schools, but we don't have run a camp school. Right. <laughs> or anything like that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So, it's like, there's no book, you no, know, to say, no. this is how you do it. No. Um, no, I think the only thing, I mean, things that helped that too, for sure, you go like, I don't know how to do this, but um, but knowing we had some people in place, like, you know, the girls had gone to camp for many years and had been staffed before we purchased. Yeah. I had been going there for a good 10 years yeah. before we did, and so I kind of knew the place, not how yeah. to run it, but knew the place. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and we have various people around. Um, one of the camp owners, one of the family members helped us to learn how to do things for the next few years yeah. and was really around and integral to teaching us and helping us learn. Um, and the previous owners were like, hey, yeah, you can talk to us anytime, um, you know. So you weren't just left to your own devices and good luck. No. Sick or swim. No, we That's weren't. Good. We weren't. And actually, honestly, I got to say the groups that come, you know, like lacrosse, superior, Messiah from the Twin Cities have been coming so many years that they're kind of like, we know what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we know how camp runs and right. what to, so you guys just got to kind of catch up to us a little right. bit. And then things change a little too. You make decisions to change a few things, leave some stuff and then change some things. So, but I think that, again, maybe it's community, huh? Right. That, that helped us to right. learn how to do it as one great big faith community. Right. Which comes right back to all that. Yeah. 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 Like they they won't let us sink. Right. Because everybody's right. got like a, a vested interest in making it continue. Right. I mean, we've just had some of those great um, people that have come out of this as well. Like, um, you know, great priests. Father Aaron Becker is a you know. Yeah. I mean, I knew him all the way through seminary. Yep. And, you know, we used to like laugh and think of him as the little ox because he always took everybody in ran with you and yep. got in the water and you know like when we were out kayaking down the rural and he dunked everybody yep and I remember <laughs> yep. laughing calling or talking in front of church one day saying that you know holy people they're not that holy when they get in the water right. and, and people <laughs> laughed and I was right. like I'm not kidding right right they <laughs> the will sisters, take you out they take you the out <laughs> like specifically wait at the end of the river at that the was at the take that was our thing yeah Sister, Mary David wait. and I would would take off at lunch <laughs> and right. put our kayaks up like, and then oh, walk back we'll down and like, get up and stuff and then they flip you and, and you're we're like, just the everybody. <laughs> yeah we're just flipping every, everyone in everybody in well you have uh, we have Deacon Jared Clements soon to be right. Father Jared Clements in a few months right who's been yeah. coming since he was probably in middle school oh yeah, yeah. You know, for years so, and years yeah. and then Isaac Pekka yep. you know yeah. is yep. getting ordained and we've had so many holy marriages actually so the first year that we purchased a wedding happened the day that we purchased. We closed on the really? place. And then, um, so it was Brooke and Zachariah, Zachariah Kitzhaber. Yeah, and yeah. they had their wedding at camp that weekend. That yeah. is great. And then they were kind enough. So we kind of worked out this deal where they used uh, camp as their reception. And oh, then yeah. they came and worked for us for the summer as staff, oh, as a married couple. So, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so much is. So much has happened. We have yeah. the, that camp, it, it, just for our diocese alone, has so much history uh, with people, with relationships, with right. Yeah, meeting so many people. Vocations. You know, yeah. you you asked earlier about what's a you know a memory or oh, yeah. a moment or things, and I remember that that's one of the things, and it's not exactly one time, but be feeling in camp that yeah. I was immersed in a place of people with such faith that I just felt like at home. Yeah. 
and that we leave camp on a Jesus high. We always call it, you know, yeah. the Jesus high. Yeah. Feeling like, I hope I can get this again before I, next summer. Yeah. You know, and kind of knowing I wouldn't. Yeah. And and honestly, one of our daughters comes home would come home every summer bawling the whole way home. She would just be sobbing on the bus on the way home because mm -hmm. she just loved that so much that yeah. when we left, she was just like, "It's gonna, it's gonna be a year." Yeah. Before I can come back and have this again. Yeah. So that feeling and that just like belong. You belong here. Right. Is, is the feeling. Right. And just that knowing of God being around and um, being so present. Right. And then the other time, and you can, gosh, you if you talk to any of the people, um, we, a couple of years ago, we came up and I was like, oh no, we only have like 40 people coming up, you know, like 30, 40 people coming up to camp and for our week. And I was kind of worried about it. And then we ended up coming up and it was the best week of camp yeah. ever. Yeah. Ever. Because we all bonded we were one big team of adults running the week the kids had the best time we got so close yeah it was just maybe uh, more intimate yeah um but that is a favorite memory of mine and i've been going to camp for like i said like 15 years now mm -hmm. and i still think that was the best week because it just the holy spirit was there for sure all week yeah um but within every one of us i think too and it says a lot because it's not about numbers. And sometimes we, I know I get yeah. wrapped up in numbers. Well, you know, it's got to be this, got to be this. You know, right, right. we're not doing a good job because we're, right. nope. It's, right. And that's kind of what I what I look at, like like that whole airline pilot thing, analogy thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that they, um, when, uh, when there's like a mayday and uh, they're waiting onto the tower, the tower says how many souls are on board. They don't. They don't say how many people are on board. They say how many souls are on board, and meaning how many pilots, how many um, flight attendants, how many uh, passengers. It's all of it. So it has. Yeah. It, it has nothing to do with your your gender, your religion. It has nothing to do with how tall you are, how you know how yeah. rich you are, or anything. It has. It's just how many souls are on board. Huh. And so when I, I I read that, and I thought. That's how I need to be looking at everything that we do in ministry is, I'm not looking at a group of people, I'm looking at a group of souls. souls and yeah. if I'm running the event or if this is under my office's responsibility, it's like, I am responsible for these souls right, right now, like yeah. to lead them closer to God. Um, and when you start seeing people as a soul and not just, it's just a body, a person. Right. The responsibility that you have with that individual person, it, it, it increases your awareness of what we're doing. Right. Exactly. Right. And the so if I look out and I see 50 souls where we could have had 90, I have 50 souls. And that's a right. lot to do. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know, and so, um, and I can only imagine, you know, a, a priest, you know, looking out at a congregation, oh, yeah. like they are responsible for those souls. You know, those are... Um, yeah. And so I think when we look at people that way, not as people, but as souls, right. you see the whole, really the whole person right. um, with everything that God created them to be, with the things that we can't even see. So, like, even in youth ministry, you know how you said it's always, like, the numbers, you know? Right. But if you have, like, one kid show up, it's one soul. It's one soul. That That's you, huge. Uh, that you've been given the, really... I have the privilege to connect with that soul for however long right you know if it's an hour if it's you know if they're in my group you know and i get to see them multiple times or whatever right you know i have that i have it's a privilege if it's if it's one shot with someone right i have a privilege of having that one moment with them right. sometimes it comes back and you have other moments i have right. i have people right. that i've met over the years that are now adults and it'll be like hey let's go get coffee and sit and just reconnect and it's amazing to, to be able to go back to that. Um, Talk about remember that time when. Yeah. yeah. What are they doing now? And then people will remember the stuff that that you all were able to accomplish together. Right. You know, and, I, and I try not to even look at it like as a, in ministry, like it's me doing this for you. It's us doing this together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I am learning for you, from you. Hopefully, you're learning from me. But, well, but and I, never knowing really yeah. your impact upon one another. Yeah, and 
And I, I try, I used to worry about that. I used to worry about, oh, did I impact, did I do this, did I do that? Oh, and I was sure. like, I get in my own head about it. And I thought, if, did you did you pray beforehand? Yes. Did you pray during this time? Yes. Did you trust the Holy Spirit's working through you? Yes. If I can answer yes to those, then whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's, You've done what I, you're I, I've to. done what I'm supposed to do, and then I, if I'm trying to control it, then I'm not letting the Holy Spirit work through me. Right. I'm, I'm doing this. Right. And so, um, like, I never, I, I've heard people over the years, and wait, not, not in the Catholic Church, but people like, you know, I, I brought this person to Jesus. I saved this soul. Oh, I did this. Like, oh, no, 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 you, you didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hmm. You, I mean, maybe it's better you allowed the Holy Spirit to work through you and, and something right. happened there. And right. that's amazing. Yeah. But, um, but I think the danger is, is that when we start getting into ourselves of, um, did I do this? Did I do that? Then it's easy to flip it like, I did this, I did that. Right. And it's like, this is not right. about me. This is... I'm just trying to be a vessel and mm -hmm. be open to what I'm supposed to do. Um, well, I think you're right. Like, so at camp, it's like setting up the environment and the place in order to potentially have that kind of a, uh, you know, experience. Yeah. But that's all. That's all we're doing. We're just like, here we are. We'll we'll get the yeah. things ready and try to make, you know, a good place for that to happen. But right. it's not up to us. Right. And I think the amazing thing is, is when you see the young people, the campers out there connecting with the staff, yeah. that you can really tell a lot of times they're not connecting with the staff because that person's so cool. It's they see something in that person that is like right. they can't explain and like right. how do I get that? Like that I want that. Right. And right. I think I think when they it's it's that connect you can see it's a different kind of a connection with them. Right. And so whatever you guys are doing to train the staff to be able to put that out there and not like, yeah, come to me, you know, right, like I'm right. awesome or whatever. Well, you know, you never get that feeling. And I always think right. of us as ministry as like the analogy I would use is we're third base coaches. Yeah. Like we're directing you to come this way, but you're not gonna score here. I'm just waving you on to home. Right. You know, right. Th this is if you end here, you you have missed like the entire picture. Right. And so Well, I think the most genuinely faithful staff are the that's what we're looking for yeah you know like this year while we're interviewing and talking to staff the ones that we're both you know like we get done with the interview and then Shelby and I are like yep or <laughs> mm, I don't know because you know you see that in them that they're so devout yeah. and so interested in their faith that you're like okay yep no question right that's one right let's offer <laughs> and they're not answering the questions just the right way. No. They're answering it because this is how I live and right. you can take it or leave it. Right. And this is what we want. <laughs> right. 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 Absolutely. We will take it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that makes all the difference. Yeah. So on your, on your farm, is how, how many, what animals do you have? I know you said you had cats. We do don't have really a have. Rabbit? Yeah. A rabbit. Yeah. Some hawks. Steve's a falconer. Is he really? Yeah. Yeah. So you, oh wow. So we own like red tails and yeah, so he does that. And what is a okay? So I guess what comes to mind with the falconer is all I can think of is the bird and the nice leather glove. Like yeah. So what? It. But what does he do? Like what does a falconer do? He goes hunting. They go hunting with them. So he, you hunt with them? Yeah. So he takes really? them out because they would normally catch like rabbits or squirrels on their own, but because he trains them to come to him and respond to him. Um, they come back to his fist and stuff, and he has like a tracker on him and stuff. He goes hunting with them, and he—it's kind of fun because we scare up the rabbits, and then you—you oh. you kind of fly the bird to go and. And we have a code word. We're like ho ho ho. We say that, oh. and the bird knows to to go grab the rabbit. Then it knows so, that there is a rabbit. So the bird brings it back to you. They'll, yeah. they'll catch it, and then they'll still wait there for oh. us to come and come to him, and yeah. then. So you're hoping it doesn't fly a long ways away. So do you, yeah. if you, yeah, I was going to say, so if, if the, if, so if the bird catches the rabbit and is staying with it, yeah. and you don't know where it is, can you make a sound and the bird will make a noise back? Well, like no, the, but usually you're pretty close to where, yeah. where it is. And he does have a tracker on them, so on one of their back tail feathers, oh. yeah, we can, there's, there's a, a little tracker you can put, um, otherwise oh. we have bells on their feet, yeah. like around their, their oh, ankles. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you can he's really bells. been doing a lot more telemetry, so they have. Yeah. He's had that on his goshawks for years now. 
Yeah, where it's just got this little thing on the back, and so it's got this long, like a little, little tree. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But then he can track them down if he loses them. Yeah. And normally yeah, you'll hear, unfortunately, normally you'll hear the little animal that's like oh, getting crushed, them. especially yeah. bunnies. Yeah. They make a very loud, high-pitched sound. Yeah, yeah. they they cry because you know. Yeah. But and you normally see them go it's after it because their talons are so strong. Like yeah. I don't know, remember what he said? How many? Pounds per square inch. It's just like they just yeah. Like if you get grabbed by them, it's a bad thing. The red tails are really. (laughs) Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. The red tails are really um, very strong and very kind of like a powerhouse of like a bird, and they'll grab it and they will normally kill it right away. Whereas the goshawks are very fast and they're smaller and they have a lot longer like tail feathers and stuff, and they have very strong talons and feet. But they are very much more gentle. So a lot of times they'll catch the animal and they won't kill it yeah, right normally, away. and they, okay. they'll, they'll more hold on to it. So you can sometimes let them go. Oh yeah, oh. But yeah, definitely. not always. Like with the ducks and stuff, like the goshawks will catch ducks. Yeah. And so he can, yeah, you can let them go a lot of times with the goshawks because they're so kidding. gentle. But he, they will actually, when the kind of talon comes down and it grabs on, it gets to a point where it's actually locked. Yeah, and the bird actually cannot really? un- it like can't pinch them, so they like can't relax their foot because yeah. it's so. <laughs> so wow. it's like. So that's why if you get it on you, you're kind of like. Um, bad, yeah. bad yeah. Tail. <laughs> Whenever the bird ends up deciding they will let go is when you, you know. Yeah. So once they relax wow. enough and their body's like. It can be sketchy. I thought I was cool because we had a pet pigeon that like <laughs> fly me and I catch him in the air. That is cool. But that's not a hawk. Like that's way they cooler. Are, yeah. That's way cooler. He's taken each of us girls hunting throughout the years, and we've trained our own bird. So you have your own? I used to. I Bethany used to. does now. We um we we let my bird go, so we trained her as a red tail, and we let it because you can because they're red tails, they're self sufficient, so you can let them go. Bethany is training one right now, and he did the same thing with Caleb. Do they come back ever, or do they do they go? Not once you let them go. They're because they they kind of go wherever, and oh, because okay. you've been training them, they haven't really. They're not like a pet, but they're not like because you've been training them and you've taken them in from wherever they are. They really don't have their own defined territory yet, so they don't okay. have a place they've stuck around. So they kind of they find that once well, you. And I think the other part is just to always know they're they're a wild animal. Oh yeah. yeah. People will say, "Oh, are they like a pet?" And you're like, "No, <laughs> no, not at all. They're not." <laughs> They're very, still very much yeah. a wild animal. But I think what well, we have like two goshawks and one red tail right now, and that we've had, we've had more in the past. But then we have like I don't know, I'd say total like ten-ish cats. There's a couple outside, a couple inside, two yeah. dogs, yeah. Um, a bunny. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. We used to have deer at one point. Not anymore. And Scottish red deer we did for we yeah. got those for many years. Yeah. But then we ended up getting out of it. Yeah. And they, I think our farm, when it used to be a cattle farm, right? Like yeah. before you guys bought it. Yeah. So that's why there's so much fence. And so oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we put up all the fence in the back next year, but there used to be like the whole yard was fenced in, and that was crazy, you know, for yeah. animals and yeah. stuff. But, you know, yeah. it used to actually be a 5,000 uh, acre working farm way back when. But, really? Yeah. But then we bought um, way after that, though. They, you know, split up the, the square. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah so. I think that's why, like, when we did do the whole, like, selling to the in-laws thing, it was really nice because land is so crazy and it's yeah. in, like, you can't find it anywhere. No. You know, to get, a, get, to get land adjacent, you know, oh, yeah. directly I mean, adjacent. Even just to, like, find acres, so, but then find it next to us. Right. Like, yeah. Because we ended up buying from Connie's dad of that acreage because we bought we only had 46 acres when we first bought and then we ended up buying another 60 and that was from Connie and you Connie's dad Carla Johnson and then we ended up um that we sold that you know to well it's really um Guillermo and Marcella Sanger yeah and then but the plan is for them Shelby and one to purchase and build there and yeah but yeah someday they were trying to, but like the cost of things were ridiculous yeah. lately, so yeah. it was pretty hard to do that at this moment in time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I don't really ever like when people talk about buying and, or I mean building. I'm always like, <laughs> my dad used to say this to me, Cheryl, you'll want to buy, build a new house someday, and I'm like, nope. 
I like well, my old crappy yeah. house. It's the best thing ever. It's, in it's an old farmhouse that was built in like 1878. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so we've just fixed it up. But I'm like, nope, I like this. I yeah, like isn't that our house is like, I don't know, our house is like 200 years old and then their bathtub oh, is like even older. Yeah. Our bathtub oh, is one of those old cloth foot ones, actually. The so cast iron. Like, yeah, nice. it's like the old cloth, but like yeah. it's older than the house. It's original. Like, wow. It's so funny. And we yeah. shower it. I mean, it works. It's, but you never. They weren't light either, they? Oh no, no, they are not. It just stays with the house and that's the end of it. It will die in that house, absolutely. The only thing you know though is if you're like, hey, a house has been around for like 150 years, you're like, well, it's been standing there a long time, so it's pretty solid. It's not going anywhere, you know? It's gotten through a lot of like tornado issues and storms. Yeah. So. I think the only thing with old houses is like, I always think of the wiring and the pipes and stuff. Cause that's always yeah. something I feel like that needs to constantly be. Yeah. But that, that was all re-updated, you know, yeah. like we, and we put in new windows and new insulation and yeah. there was new plumbing and heating and everything was about to be done. Yeah. So, well, and not only that, but like you got that and then the land with it. So it's like, yeah. you know, like, yeah, it worked out. It's hard to find yep. a lot of these days. We built a house in Nashville. Uh, it was it was fun, but also I, I got a deal on it too. So because my wife found this builder in this neighborhood, she's like, "Go check it out." And so I went and I sat down with the guy, and we were talking about it. She took the kids on a walk so I could talk with the guy, and I said, uh, "I work for the church. Do you guys have any special deals for people who work nonprofit?" It's like, "Yeah, we have a." friends and family deal we can get you and it'll knock three percent off of your house total house cost oh like okay when do we start building <laughs> <laughs> nice. but i kind of did the math i was like yeah that'll that'll do it that'll <laughs> we can do that yeah and then, so we go we go to start going through everything and like, we're saving this much like all right we want the jet top with the marble in <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> let's throw that in there while we're at it That's so it was fun watching it get built and everything, yeah. but, but yeah, but I, I had like things I wanted them to do, like, because it was, it was old, I think it was old farmland and there was like big boulders in the yard. It was like, do not remove those boulders, right. like, move them wherever you need to, but I want to keep those in the yard. And they they left them. Yeah. Sometimes they don't do what you ask, do they? No, but they let me go in and wire surround sound in our living room. Oh, sure. Well, so they, I was like, can I come in and just drill some holes? And, yeah. And they, yeah. <laughs> they were drilling. Yeah, have to. And then the funny thing is that we never did it. Oh, it's Like, I had it wired, but we moved, like, two years later to here. Oh, yeah. That was the end of it. So, There's always those plans, isn't there? The thoughts for the future, so and then you're like, we never My got there. My father-in-law had a genius idea, and actually we, we have it now, but he's like, all right, while you're building the house, have them run a gas line, because I had gas stove and stuff get run a gas line out to where your grill would be oh sure and it was like oh, yeah and they, they did and so mm-hmm. we just pop the grill and don't have to go and get the propane tank and i know like That's for nice. those who are all into grilling and everything and I'm cheating and not using the charcoal and the wood and, <laughs> you know and it's that's not really grilling nobody well, cares it's fast <laughs> nobody so, cares I'm not a good enough cook to do it right anyway so <laughs> might as well make it quick and fast I yeah. guess burn it let's eat that's <laughs> right scorch one side turn it over yeah yeah it's always the joke is like once the smoke detector goes off you know it's done yeah yes. there you so, go see the blue sign ahead you can turn do, up oh, there so that's the... Grant? Is that Grant? Graham? Grant? I don't know. Which one is this one? Is it Grant? Yep. Yeah, it's it Grant. Okay. This yeah, is the way see, it came in. This is one of our parishioners who owns that place, and so he let them St. Oh, Francis hang his sign. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's nice of him. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah, he He's is. the one who, this last year, a couple years, he drives they drive the bus he's a bus driver too oh, okay. and he'll drive the bus up to camp for us free yeah and leave it on site and then come back up and get us so he cuts our costs big time is he doing that this year well i have to ask him but i think he will <laughs> please because that saves us some money oh it saves us a lot yeah. yeah so it ends up being like 500 bucks for us to have a bus to bring us up and back otherwise it's like between twelve hundred and two thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, especially now, because like, people who are doing different things this summer are telling me like the bus costs killing it's us. It's crazy. Yeah. 
so I will. So you can even pull. Do, yeah pull here if you want, but whatever you want. You can actually pull into Father's uh, driveway if you want. Okay, we, oh, okay. right next to the silver right. car because that's just Juan's car. Great. He's in Mexico. We can use this place. Yeah, we'll yeah what the heck? This is where we have our hanging baskets over every year. You know? Oh, yeah. In his garage, and we put everything all over the place. That's we just great. take over. And... <laughs> well, thank you both yeah, for the drive. You. Oh, yeah. Thank for you. Sharing your wisdom. <laughs> finding a camp with that wisdom. Yeah, leave my faith. Like, I think so many stuff. of us need to hear about that and think about because it's making me think, where can I? Be taking more of a leap of faith in my own life. Yeah. So it is yeah. important, isn't it? You gotta do that. Yeah. Definitely. Not always sure where, right? You gotta right. keep your eyes open and see right. what's coming your way. Yep. Yep. And then be open to it. And then That's remember it. that he's with you along for the ride, not just good luck and then we're gonna watch this all unfold <laughs> right. from afar. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 What's this happening? Yeah. <laughs> right. I Absolutely. I know, I know. So thank you thank all very you. much. Thank you. All right.